spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Tuesday. Chad, there's something going on in the uh, workplace uh, across the nation. Also here in Phoenix and across this great state. Office dress codes are changing, apparently. That's right. It's tube top Tuesday. <laughs> I don't know if it's that. I look fantastic, by the way. <laughs> don't ever wear a tube top. No. All right? You're banned from it's that. A, it's a, there's a special person that wears a tube yeah. top. Yeah. If you wear a tube, tube top, you're dead to me. So, we know how, you know, in the 80s and 90s, there was uh, casual, business casual, business right? Business that's right. That's where people thought, you know, I'm going to be casual today. I'm going to wear... Uh, Maybe jeans, sh- jeans with a dress shirt or khakis. Ah. And then, uh, you know, of course, COVID hit, right? Yes. And people were mostly on their Zoom meetings. In the pajamas? Yes. Sometimes so, naked. <laughs> Sometimes, Looking at you right? people on uh, ES, Amazing. CNN. Amazing. Jeffrey Tubin. Oh, uh, goodness. Let's not go down that road. That guy's really casual. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, dude. So, in the, so now that people are going back into the office and have been, right? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of employers are saying, hey, you need to get back in the office. You, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're going back to where the way it used to be. I think you'll get a lot done. I could watch you, so you you don't screw around. Because we mentioned this too. I mean, if you're working from home, I'm I'm telling you right now, you're screwing around. You're not wor- most of you. If you're working from home, you're not you're not putting in a full eight eight hours. You just I'm no. just saying. Okay. Well, you're not putting full eight hours. We just did bare minimum Mondays where you <laughs> right. went to work and right. you didn't put in a. I expect you not to put in a full eight at home. So now that COVID, you know, when COVID hit. It was, if you went to the office like we did, we'd come into the office. Yeah. I got to tell you, we looked like crap. We, I mean, Remember usually we had Spirit Week. Yes, we had Spirit Week. Awesome, we though. dressed like a superhero week. We were so bored, and so but, but, we were the only people yeah, in the office. Right? You guys don't realize how busy it is here. We got a full news department. We got all of these people. Five people here, and and then there was oh. nobody here. Right. Right. And that goes along, you know, a lot of different offices. People have changed the way that they dress. I'll give you my example. I used to wear, I always used to wear a pair of shoes. Okay, you did. You're yeah. very much. You're a shoe not guy. wearing shoes or boots or something. Yeah, he you know. wore like dress shoes. Yeah, with his jeans. And now I've just gone to much more casual footwear. And I'll give you the example. My close personal friend James Conner, who plays for the Arizona Cardinals. Yes, we interviewed him at the Super Bowl, and he looked at my he looked at my shoes and he goes, "Dude, those shoes are awesome." And I said, "James, my man," I said. Uh, I got him off Amazon. And he's like, yeah, me too. 35 bucks. Yeah. They're totally casual. They're probably not the greatest shoe. They're $35, but you know what? They're comfortable and they look comfortable. Yes. And so my point is this. Uh, do we need to remember how to dress at work or are we just going to now dress down uh, at work? You've always dressed down at work, but again, we're on a radio show. You're not, it doesn't really matter what, what we wear, but we're not, you know, I think that we've lost the really how you dress professionally. I think that's out the window. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's there's a portion of that that has changed. There's no doubt. 
uh, as we become more of a digital society. I still think people can get dressed up, but, you know, if you're like for us, I mean, the reason I was joking, I went into radios because after playing soccer, I still wanted to wear shorts and a T-shirt yeah, to work. Right. And I found the dream. Right. Uh, but, you know, I will say this. I feel sorry for the news ladies on television because I've been to several news stations where I, I've gone and done things. And the guys will be wearing a shirt jacket and a tie, but they'll wear shorts underneath. And the women always have to dress up. And I'm like, oh, but people are always looking for a casual edge, man. But it depends where you work. Let me give you an example. So uh, my friends at Trajan Wealth, right? Yeah. They they deal with your investments and all that kind of stuff. And so my wife and I went last year at the end. We're, you know, the end of last year, we're having these meetings. And, you know, one of the things that I, you better be dressed. Like, if you're going to take care of my money, yeah. you, you, be, you know, you better be dressed. Everybody's dressed to the nines, man. Yeah. It depends on what job you have. If you're going to go in, if you're going to go into a place of business, you're going to put you know money down. You don't want the guy wearing jorts, <laughs> right? No, no. You just don't. It was always unless he's the mad scientist, like that guy's got like a five thousand IQ, and he's going to get every dressed, right. But dress for success. Dress for success. Dress for success. Dress for the job you want, not the one you have. Right. So the people, you know, some people now in the workplace. Uh, they say, well, the, the way that I dress now is how I express myself. I'm like, oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't even know what that means. You can express yourself really? without having, yes, without having to fit into a mold. I mean, like, for instance, yeah. you know, you talked about wearing shorts and flip-flops because you've been playing soccer and you, you found the dream by working in radio. <laughs> I have worked at two radio stations, one in this town, that had an extremely strict dress code where... And one, every woman had to wear pantyhose. Oh my! And it was gosh. it was um, relaxed in the summer, but oh there was a my. date that you. Now, if you were in the studio, you didn't have to, but any of the salespeople did. Oh, but I worked at another place years ago that was all about this dress for success. If you were on the air and you were a man, you had to wear a tie. <laughs> and I could not wear jeans. Nobody, nobody could ever wear jeans. So ever. You, you would think that where you were working, it doesn't really matter where what you wear. Spe- yeah, right. Of course. Especially when you're talking in a microphone, nobody's looking at you. And but, nobody's looking my, at you. My example, Trajan Wealth, you want to go in, you're sitting down with somebody who's a fiduciary and what? They're in a they're in a full suit. They're in a the, public facing job too. Yeah, that's, that's what, that's can what be the see. difference. That's why I want to see somebody in a suit. If you're greeting people and right. you're meeting with clients, I can totally see that. I never could understand why we had such a strict oh dress code. That is goodness. so bizarre. Isn't I mean, that strange? And it was a country radio station. Yeah, you couldn't wear jeans. Here's the other thing about Arizona <laughs> or cowboy boots. Arizona is the most dressed down place in the world. More people wear flip flops here. Uh, uh, you, you know, you could go into her, and again, it's, it's a fine hun- dining. It's 115 degrees. Sometimes you're going to see somebody walking in shorts. You know, back where I'm from, in, in, the, in the mean streets of the New York, New Jersey area, you can't. You're not doing it. Sometimes you got to wear you got to wear a jacket. Yeah. And I'm talking about a suit jacket. Some that's it's just different out here in Arizona. It's so much more casual. I mean, you literally could go to a really it's nice got restaurant. The West Coast kind right. of vibe, right? You, you can know? go. You, like- you, you can go in shorts and and flip flops in a lot of places and eat dinner. And you can't do that across the country. Of course, you are getting outside when it's 115 that, degrees. That's true, too. You know, it's like, I could put a shirt and a jacket on, but I, I don't want to die of dehydration because I sweat out by the time I get there. It's just, you know, again, I I, I look around, dress for the job you want, and right. this is the job I wanted. The job I wanted says shorts. <laughs> Funny. All right, so uh, everybody's dress code has changed. Uh, office dress codes are changing. Uh, it is obviously people are getting back to the office more and, 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 and more. 
And, you know, really, a lot of the it's the employers who say you got to come back. None of this none yes. of this home zooming garbage. Get your rear end back in the office. And people are coming back and they're like, like, why don't you not? What are you doing? Like, what, you, you could wear that on a Saturday. At least look somewhat halfway decent. Look halfway. Act decent. like you care. Yeah. Act like you care just a little bit. All right. It is time for Five Spot. Five Spot. All right, here we go. Five Spot. Uh, this is where we put you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. Parents, call if you've got a kid between, uh, oh, let's say 6th and 12th grade. Okay? Uh, 602-277-5827. You've got a kid between 6th and 12th grade. Here's your question. Um, do you want your kid's school to offer training on the proper handling of firearms? This is a bill going through the Arizona legislature. Uh, do you want your kid taught this in school? 602-277-KTAR. 602-277-5827. Parents, you got a kid between 6th six, grade and 12th uh, grade. We're going to talk to you on 5 Spot next. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. All right, Five Spot, we put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. Parents, you've got a kid in 6th uh, or 8th or 12th grade, and here's your question. Uh, we've got Arizona House representatives. They uh, are advancing a bill, and it would require your, uh, in public schools, your middle and, and high schooler, here in Arizona, to uh, get training on the proper handling of firearms. All right. Do you want your kid taught about firearm safety? Do you want them trained in a school during school hours? It's a class. 277-KTAR. I'm interested in uh, in finding out if parents are for or against this, Chad. All right. Uh, Vito and Phoenix, you're up first. Would you like your kid to uh, attend a class like that? Hello, gentlemen. Have a blessed Tuesday. Uh, thank you for taking my call, gentlemen. Thank you for out uh, in California. At least if it's proper, if, if, if the training is on proper use of firearms, it's something practical. It's I... I, I all right, sorry about that, Vito. We cut you off there. You can't cuss, everybody. Just letting you guys know that. No, no. All right, uh, let's go with uh, Patrick and Phoenix. Patrick, this is the no cussing zone. Goodness. Uh, would you enjoy your kid uh, you know, taking the class with uh, firearm safety? Absolutely. Um, I was raised around guns. I'm a CCW card-carrying member. Um, my kids have already been taught up on proper usage and that they're not toys. They're, they're a useful tool for self-defense and hunting. But not every parent is of the same ideology of me. They may not understand these rules. So, yes, I am totally for it, not just for my kids. But for everybody else's kids. But why do you want to make the why do you want to make the decision for everybody else's kid? You've already made the decision for your kid, and I get it. But why 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 are you going to make the decision for everybody else's kid? It, it may stop something from accidentally. You know, my kid a kid comes over my house uh-huh. and stumbles upon a firearm, which would never happen because my guns are locked up like they're supposed to be. Right. But you know. Just saying, you know, some kid goes over a friend's house, finds their parents' firearm, doesn't know what they're doing with it, accidentally shoots their friend. 
it may stop something like that from happening. Yeah, and right. I'm all for trying to save a child. Absolutely. I appreciate you calling, my man. Thanks so much. What's he saying I'm not for saving a child? Yes, that's I what he said. I took that personally. Who's said. next? Uh, let's go with Jennifer and Chandler. <laughs> Jennifer, what do you think? I think it can't hurt to have knowledge about safety. The purpose of the class is to have kids understand what to do when they encounter a firearm. If they're not familiar with that, it can save a child's life. And it may not be something they're familiar with. And I don't think a little bit of information and knowledge is harmful. Right. And it's not like they're taking char- target practice no, at school no, either. No, no, They're not handing hey, them Here's a loaded firearms. gun. Go ahead. Right. All right. Here we go. Uh, Ray in Phoenix. All right, Ray. What do you think? Well, I'm, uh, I'm totally behind it. Uh, I agree with the second guy that called in. Um, I would love my child to understand. I, I, I teach them. But if they come across a firearm in somebody else's house, they know what to do. But doesn't your kid already know what to do because you've taught them? Yeah, but you know what? He can spread that to other children. You know, hey, I learned this. Don't touch that. Yeah. You know, it, it could save a child. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I Another see. one doesn't think I want to save a child. Yes, this is outrageous. Too, and I think this is true. <laughs> Hearing it from somebody else sometimes reaffirms that mom and dad are telling you the truth on some stuff. I think that there are parents out there that maybe haven't taught their kids about firearms and they see this and they're like, wait a minute. I don't want I don't want yeah. this taught at school. I want to teach my kids. Yeah. That. And there's also a lot of parents out there that are scared of firearms and their kids are scared of firearms. Okay. So that's not good either. I think if you take away the, the mystery of it, it might help. Last call quick. Jay and Gilbert. Uh, Jay, what do you think? I'm going to be the odd one out and say absolutely not. Why? Okay. Um, okay, my father was a Phoenix police officer. He took that responsibility upon me to or to teach me firearm safety. I have taken that responsibility on my son uh-huh. to teach him firearm safety. I don't think it's up to the schools. It should be up to the individual parents. All right. I appreciate that. And, you know, here's the thing. I understand that, but there's not a lot of, sometimes there's just not parents out there. And some parents that won't deal with it. And some parents that'll, you know, just won't get involved at that, that level. And, you know, it's not a full class. I don't think it lasts six weeks. I don't know how long it lasts. Yeah. It might not even be a class. Uh, it might never happen. No, it might be uh, elective, uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And I think if... Uh, I'm sure that if you're a parent out there, you didn't want your kid to do that, you can opt out. Yeah. Uh, but I don't even know if this will get to the desk of Governor Hobbs. I have no idea. And she probably wouldn't sign it anyways. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, do you Do you have a, a gut that she wouldn't? Just yeah, be, I have a gut. If, 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 the, if the R's have passed anything, hmm. unless it's something that truly is something we're not talking about that benefits everybody, right. if there's any kind of politics to it, she ain't signing it. It's, this is an, out, an outrageous bill that's being put you know, forward. It's not. It's not something like all the election deniers. No, but I just still think uh, that it'd be tough. She'll come up with, well, we shouldn't talk about guns in school or something. I think the more that we can warn kids, the more that we'd show kids responsibility. I think it's a good thing. All right, coming up next, do we have a student loan debt crisis? Because oh, I don't know. We didn't teach our kids about money. Is that the reason? Next. Oh yeah. The Gators and Chad Show afternoons. We're getting medieval. On Friday, giving away a family four-pack of tickets to the 35th Annual Renaissance Festival. Listen, this Friday for your chance to call in and win. So today, the Supreme Court heard the arguments about uh, the relief for all these kids out there, because that's who showed up at Supreme Court. They camped overnight, Gatos, mm. out there. And many of them are not even paying for school yet because they're still in college. And they're upset by a lot of this stuff. It's it's they've they're just they're frustrated. And the way that the court 
answers questions, I mean, asks questions, is usually telling you which way it's going. And based on a lot of the stuff today that I'm reading and, and hearing, uh, they're probably going to shoot this down because there's separation between, you know, uh, you know, you're looking at separation of powers here. And this kind of forgiveness and this kind of situation should come from the legislative branch, not from the executive branch. But some of the kids uh, are upset because, well, they felt like they were duped. I wasn't, like, taught about financial literacy and uh, financial planning for college, so I experienced the struggles firsthand. But did you not know that you were signing something? Nobody told you you were signing something. You had to pay it back. I don't have to be taught financial literacy as a kid to realize that if I go into a restaurant, I'm probably going to have to pay for the food if I won't eat it. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, and let me tell you something. There's a lot of people out there that also blame a lot of stuff on this. It's an issue with our system, and it perpetuates things such as racism and food insecurity. And so it's really important for all of us to bond together to kind of fight for this relief that we deserve. That we deserve. Ooh. So racism, food insecurity, and my favorite thing at the end, we deserve. You know what I don't deserve? I don't deserve a $2,700 bill. No. Because if you break it down... Uh, the projection would put the cost per taxpayer at roughly $2,730 or about $91 annually over the next three decades. So I'm going to have to pay $91 annually over the next 30 years because the government thinks that they you shouldn't repay something. their Based loan. Based on the HEROES Act, which came after 9-11, I thought it was the Patriot Act, it was the HEROES Act, yeah. uh, helping out Marines. This is kind of what they did. In a national emergency, they're allowed to do some of these things. The, the national but I'm out 2700 bucks. There you go. Exactly. So who's paying for this? It's well, not like it's just disappearing. Yeah. The, the four, what is it, $430 billion? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. It's, it's not it, disappearing. Yeah. Guess who's paying for that? And the other, I'm paying for that. Everybody's paying for it. Here's the other side of it. It doesn't address the elephant in the room, as they say. College is ridiculously expensive. None of this stuff is going to get fixed. And these kids that were there today, none of them are paying student loans. They're still in college, and they're already asking for student loans to be given forgiven in the future. So $430 billion here, $700 billion there. The next thing you know, we, we've already got a situation where we're upside down and you know, the deficit is huge. We're spending money like it's going out of style. We have to raise the, uh, the, the debt ceiling, and now you want to pass... Uh, get this through it's not going to happen it shouldn't happen so i get a couple questions about this um what about this program continuing will the loan program actually continue or is it just a certain part of the population that'll get some of their forgiveness so yeah. if so there's two lawsuits actually okay one of them is republican states going look we can't afford this this is ridiculous and it's not right there needs to be a separation of powers uh you you don't have the right to just willy-nilly give uh you know away free money the uh, and forgiveness and the other one is people who have loans are saying whoa whoa, whoa you're means testing them so because they make x amount of dollars or under you're giving them a forgiveness, but if I make over it, you're telling me I don't get forgiven. So there's two lawsuits going on. And you're going to have people who, let's say this does pass, which yeah. it doesn't look like it will. No, no. Let's say it does. All right, certain people are going to get a part of their loan forgiven. Yeah. Where do you stop it? Like, because they're going to be a bunch of kids that will be like, Five years from now, I'm like, that, why didn't I get forgiveness? That, why didn't I get these? Yeah. None of these people that they talked to today that I saw, all of them were from freshman all the way up to senior. They're still in school, mm -hmm. so they're not eligible. This is for people who are already out of school, 
And these people already said they're not even making their payments yet. And remember, during COVID, the emergency, they've extended the not having to pay it back. They kicked it down the road. They continue to do so. At some point, why don't we address the real problem? Why is college so expensive? And when you hand somebody fifty or $100,000 over a four-year period to go to school, even if you take out grants, you're not going to go. If you go today to a bank, and even if you got good credit, they may, no collateral. You want me to give you a loan for a business? Mm. But we're going to hand people, you know, tons of money. Well, it's backed by the feds. They give it out. Supreme Court has it. We'll see what they say. They were asking tough questions today. If we had to guess, this isn't, is not going to happen. All right. Coming up next, a U.S. recession. It's expected to happen later this year. But how bad will it be? Next. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, uh, before we get to uh, when uh, we're going to dive into a recession. Did you see that this uh, Pennsylvania Chick-fil-A has banned unaccompanied minors? Yes. Had some issues from what I understand. Yeah. So that's not like a border thing. No, no. Unaccompanied minors, as in (laughs) kids that are 15 and 16 running in there and throwing stuff and being crazy. So you you get some kids, they go to a movie, and then they say, let's get some Chick-fil-A. And then they go to this, and they're not allowed in? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Teens are acting that poorly. Teens are acting that poorly. They're that bad. They make that big a mess. They're that disrespectful. Really? Yeah. I guess. Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A. I do. Chick-fil-A. I love me some Chick-fil-A. It's fantastic. Uh, But I thought that was kind of interesting because we did a story the other day. Remember the restaurant in New Jersey? What was it? Nettie's House of Pasta. That's right. 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 They said, hey, no children. No children under the age of 10 can dine at this location, and we will throw them out the window <laughs> if they try and no come No pasta in. for you. No pasta. Now, if you're 11, feel free to come on in. Yeah. Just prove that you're and 11. And they're IDing, too, so you guys have to watch out. Some you have to- fake IDs from, uh, you know, you don't look like you're in sixth grade. You have to tell your kids, stand on your tippy toes. We got to get in here. We got to have some of that pasta. Stand on your tippy toes. There's a Red Rooster Burger and Grill in 2021. That uh, that uh, prevented children under eighteen from dining without an adult. We're starting to see this a lot more. Parents, you can't control your kids at a stinking no, restaurant. No, Are you serious? So. Well, the kid, they're not there with the kids. In a lot of cases, lock them up in their room. Lock them up Take in their room. The so phone. wait a minute. You can't be at a place like Chick Fil A by yourself, but you're going to leave them at home. <laughs> no, not. Got to put them somewhere. I don't know because kids can do some silly things at home I know. by themselves. I know. All right, so uh, if you've got, if you're a teen and you're listening, which you're probably not, uh, don't go to the Chick Fil A in Pennsylvania. You get kicked out. All right, uh, recession. We get, uh, we get. This is a weird stat. It's like 58 economists were asked, and 43 percent say we're going to uh, be in a recession by the 100 percent of the time. It works 60 percent of the end time of this year. Of yeah. yeah. All right. So we asked uh, economists here in the Valley, Jim Rounds, uh, this question. I think this is my question. And, you know, when I ask a question, I want an answer. And a straight I, I, answer, and too. And I ask you. Give me one of those wibbly ones, no. those squiggly lines. Give no. me a straight answer. I, I ask it with oomph, if you will. When is the recession going to start, and how much money am I going to lose? Go. Last year, the year before, we were probably looking at 2023, uh, or 2022 is our target for a recession. Now people are talking about 2023. I'm actually thinking it's going to occur uh, next year. And you're still going to see uh, stories about, um, you know, some layoffs in tech, and a lot of that's going to be in other parts of the, the country. It's not going to be impacting Arizona because we're still growing, so I think it's going to be smooth. But in Arizona, we're in much better shape. This could be one of the first recessions that we've had where we have very 
few job losses. We've had some before where we've had almost none. But imagine if it's more of a job posting recession. That means that the government entities are going to have a little bit more money to spend. You're not going to see as many layoffs. Your neighbors not going to be discussing that he got laid off, but they're working a little harder because they're not hiring that second person at the store. So I think it's going to be a little bit different. It might be a little bit more of a white-collar, mild recession rather than that blue-collar recession that we just had. All right, it's Jim Rounds. Mild recession. I'll take it mild. Let me bring this up because during the interview, you mentioned something. I want you to explain it. What would, what did you say about uh, there's a, a, a for sale sign in the window, but you're going to take it down and you're just going to no, keep who you got? Not the for sale sign. What is it again? <laughs> so, so. Not for uh, sale. Hiring. The, the, Sorry, a hiring, a hiring yeah. recession is uh, y- you need 15 employees right now and you've got all that stuff out there that you're hiring. So you need 15 at a certain business. Yeah. So your example. Yeah. So, and instead what they've done, they've gone and hired six or eight and they look and they go, you know what? We're good with this. So we're just going to, we're not going to lay anybody off. We're just going to take the sign down, okay. and it's going to be one of those kind of hiring recessions where uh, we're we're kind of going to stay pat where we are right so now. So you're not going to fire people. No. You're just going to you're going to stick with less. Yes. Huh. And you know because in some cases you have no choice. You know as we talk about with restaurants, and you know one of the other things that people are like, well, look at all the people that are getting laid off in in tech. Mm-hmm. Part of that is during the the boom of COVID for tech, and everybody thought everybody's going to be moving to at home, and they were hiring to kind of expand certain areas. Well, that didn't work. Well, they've started to lay people off, but they're not below their pre pandemic area of of where their where their you know employees were so if they had 50,000 employees went to 60 right. and are back down to 52 they're still above where they were pre-pandemic so it's when they get into the 40s and 30s that's when people start to go oh my god i just worry about inflation it's down from last year but yeah. it's still high and it's going to stay this way it's not going to go down in the next year or so no that 2% where they're like we're always no. trying to get to 2 you're not getting to 2% okay to get to 2% would be You'd have to be in a real recession. People stop spending. They're yeah. terrified. Money is is tighter than it is now. And that and type you're of recession about doesn't. You're losing your job. Yeah. So so the the inflation's going to stay relatively the same. Yeah. Right now, a little bit down from last year, but that's it. Gas prices, you never know. Going yeah. back up, going back down. I don't know. Hopefully, we won't see it as bad as we did last year. Here's something else about the economy: sixty percent, sixty percent of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. So, you know, we've got the cost of living. It remains high. I just saw uh, if you're renting a place in Phoenix, from last January to this January, it's up 13 15% or so. Yeah. Um, so if you're living paycheck to paycheck and a recession is on the way and you already have high inflation and gas prices fluctuate, you're you're in trouble. Yeah, you could be. It could be. That's why everybody's got second jobs and they're they're doing a side hustle because they're that paycheck that used to go much further is mm. now not going far enough. No, you're giving getting rid of it at the grocery store. Or are you gonna put it in your tank? It's eggs. I'm telling you guys, big eggs. No. They're still doing that. Big bacon, big egg, it's all out there. Watch out. All right. Uh coming up next. Should we let Berno off the hook? You know the ninja guy who lied to us? Should we just eh, let him off the hook? We're gonna talk about it. Stick around.